The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is the Sound of Speed on Peach Booster Radio, and I'm your host, Sam. Here to recap a busy weekend of racing with MotoGP in Malaysia, Formula One hit the track in Mexico City, and the NASCAR Camping World Truck and Spring Cup Series hit the Martinsville Speedway for a busy weekend of racing at the Paperclip. We'll get things rolling with MotoGP in Sepang, Malaysia for the Malaysian Grand Prix. Heavy rain would hinder the start of the Grand Prix as Jorge Lorenzo led the pack off of the starting line. He would eventually lose the lead to teammate Valentino Rossi, who looked like his movie star Yamaha was the bike to beat. But with five laps remaining, Rossi would enter turn one just a little too deep, going wide and handing the lead to Andrea Divizioso, who would gap Rossi by over two seconds after just one lap in the lead. Divizioso would hold on to the lead for the remainder of the race, cruising to his first win in over seven years in Malaysia. Rossi would hold on to second, and movie star Yamaha rider and teammate Jorge Lorenzo would take the third and final podium position. Formula One would make their annual trip to Mexico City for the Mexican Grand Prix. Lewis Hamilton, who was battling teammate Nico Rosberg for the driver's title, would take the pole in Q3, leading the field off of the starting line. Driving into turn one, Hamilton would go wide, taking a trip through the grass before continuing on in the lead. In the closing stages, Sebastian Vettel and Max Verstappen would tangle with both of those drivers receiving time penalties that would alter the podium. Hamilton would cruise to the win in the Mexican Grand Prix for his 51st career victory, Nico Rosberg would come home in second, keeping his title hopes alive with two races remaining, and once all the penalties were handed out, Daniel Ricciardo would take the third and final podium position. The NASCAR Camping World Trucks would be in Martinsville for the running of the Texas Roadhouse 200, and the first race in the round of six as the series gets ready to hit Homestead Miami Speedway. Chase Elliott looked like he had the truck to beat after getting the pull in qualifying and leading the opening half of the race, but it would be Johnny Sauter stealing the lead from John Hunter Nemechek with 25 laps to go and holding off a hard-charging Chase Elliott after a late race caution would bunch up the field. Sauter would hold off Elliott in the closing laps to get the win in the Texas Roadhouse 200 and locking him into the championship round in Homestead. Here's what race winner John Sauter had to say post-race all in all great day um drove to the lead early had some brake trouble there had to kind of conserve for about 100 laps knew i had a little bit better handle on truck than what i was showing but i, I just had to take care of it a little bit and uh, when that last caution came out i think it was 40 laps to go i was like pretty sure i got enough brakes to get to the end so we're going to use them as, as hard as i needed to so um thank jace elliott for for racing clean there at the end and and uh just thought we had a very methodical day took care of the truck um Ran into the wall a couple times off the corner uh, just because I got loose, but uh, hopefully they ain't too mad at me for tearing up the truck. But uh, all in all, great day. Proud of everybody's effort at GMS Racing. The NASCAR Spring Cup Series would also be in Martinsville for the running of the Goodies Fast Relief 500 and the opening race in the round of eight. Martin Truex Jr. and Joey Logano would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag Sunday afternoon. Ricky Stenhouse Jr. would bring out the first yellow flag for an incident on track. Stenhouse would go for a spin in turn three, bringing out the yellow flag after just 23 laps. The next few yellow flags of the day would be for fluid or debris on track until Carl Edwards would scrape the wall, bringing out the fifth and final caution on lap 358. This caution would come out during a round of green flag pit stops, which caused confusion as NASCAR tried to figure out the running order on track, including wave around and free pass cars. After over 20 minutes and 28 laps of yellow flag conditions on track, NASCAR had finally gotten the final restart of the day ready to roll. Leader at the time, Jimmy Johnson, would luck out, having his car come to a stop on the backstretch while under yellow flag conditions after Johnson would accidentally hit the kill switch in his Chevrolet. Under green flag conditions, this would be catastrophic for any driver hoping to win the race, but Johnson's team got the number 48 refired and back on track 
without losing a lap. When NASCAR threw the final green flag of the afternoon, Hamlin would be leading, following Johnson's issues. On lap 408, Johnson would find Hamlin's number 11, and the two Sound of Speed pre-race picks would swap positions, giving Johnson the lead as he would go on to score win number 4 of 2016. Keselowski would get around Hamlin in the closing laps to steal second, Hamlin would fall to third, and teammates Matt Kenseth and Kyle Busch would round out the top five in Martinsville. Post-race, an impatient fan would attempt to skirt around a line of cars while leaving the race. He would end up driving into another vehicle before hitting 22 spectators who were waiting for driver's autographs post-race. Not a single spectator was treated for any severe injuries, most of which were cared for in the Speedway's infield care center in a situation that could have been much worse. The driver was immediately taken into custody, and alcohol has since been ruled out as a factor. Here's what race winner Jimmy Johnson had to say post-race after he qualified for the championship round in Homestead, Miami for the first time since this version of the chase was introduced. Thank you. Just um, obviously a amazing way to finish the day and uh, uh, get a win here to get our ninth ninth clock uh, to win at Martinsville in the fall um, from the Hendrick Motorsports side is a very meaningful uh, victory for us so a lot of emotions are all coming together and um, obviously the, the the bright spot and the shiny spot and all this is that we've uh, we've got a shot at a championship so uh, we're, we're fired up and ready to go I'm very very excited for uh, the next couple of weeks and uh, certainly ready to go to Homestead and race race for this thing points as NASCAR heads to Texas for the AAA 500. Jimmy Johnson leads Denny Hamlin, Matt Kenseth, Kyle Busch, and Joey Logano rounds out the top five in the chase grid standings following Martinsville. Brad Keselowski came home in second following a long day in Martinsville. Here's what the driver of the number two Ford Fusion had to say post-race. Yeah, thank you. It was a, a good day for us, not the, the win. I think we were at the speed capable of uh, to pull off, uh, but uh, still a, a really strong day. Car was good. Team executed really well. I uh, just kind of missed out on the racing gods today, but uh, you know, a lot to be proud of. Great effort, and showed that we're a, we're still a strong team, if not the strongest in the garage. And I'm really proud of that. Join me Sunday as I get you set up for the running of the AAA 500 from the Texas Motor Speedway and the penultimate race in the round of eight. Until then, you can head on over to the Santa Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Peach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to beachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Saga Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page where you can find the latest edition of the sound of speed, along with all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Be sure to check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for today. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get set up for the AAA 500 from the Texas Motor Speedway. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a great week, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.